here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon Ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your home for all things Amazon advertising tips, tricks, and strategies that you need to make your Amazon advertising bigger and more profitable. My name is Michael Erickson Fasheen. Today, I am joined by the insanely talented, very generous, my friend, Elizabeth Green, an Amazon advertising machine. And we're going to help make your Amazon advertising a little bit more supreme. Elizabeth, tell me when to stop. Oh, I was going to use clean. but that Clean, yes. Get your Amazon advertising nice and clean. We got it. Uh, Elizabeth, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for coming back on the show. I'm Every time you're good. on the show, people love it. So it's awesome to hear. Great well, to see I you. love being here. So I'll keep hey. coming back. <laughs> right on. Uh, are you having a good start to the summer? I am. It's already hot. It's been yep. hot. Yep. Um, well, you know, you're in Texas. Oh, I'm yeah. in Florida. So it's like uh, northern states, everyone's like, oh, it's getting hot. I'm like, it's, it's been in the 90s for a couple months now. <laughs> yeah. And the humidity. The humidity will get you. Yes, uh, it will. In Texas, we had a string of like 105 days, which was pretty tough. Uh, some brownouts, some rolling blackouts. And for our Celsius oh, friends... Yeah, our Celsius friends. We're talking about temperatures like 38, 39, 40 for our Celsius friends out there. Shout out to uh, metric system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that there's not a, like, you know how they have like metric versus imperial? I'm surprised mm -hmm. there's not like two different ways, like two different sets of Amazon advertising metrics. One for uh, like Europeans and the rest of the world and one for Americans. It's like, oh, we don't use, we don't use click-through rate here. We use, like, we flip it around. We uh, put, like, I, for one, am very thankful that there's not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we don't put clicks over impressions here in America. We do impressions over clicks not <laughs> to get something else. Well, you do else. have ACOS and ROAS, but yes, those are not completely opposed. They are yeah. different. Yes. If you come from, like, the outside Amazon world, it's like ROAS everything. And like mm -hmm. the Amazon world is like ACOS everything. Yes. Um, Amazon tried. They put all their defaults as ROAS and completely just like unchecked all the ACOS boxes. I know. A little That's weird. <laughs> it's so frustrating that they are pushing. At first, they only had ACOS. And now they're like trying to hide it away. It's like, yes. no. Oh, I had, I made the best meme ever. You know, that GIF of like um, the Lion King. And like the edited GIF where he like chucks um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> baby yeah. lion and then all the animals go crazy. Yeah. Yep. So I edited that to put like Amazon and then yeeting ACOS and then all hail ROAS. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know what to comment on more. 
the meme, which is A plus, or the fact that you just said yeeted <laughs> it off the edge, <laughs> uh, which is one of my favorite. I just yeeted yeah. it over there. Yeeted it over there. Um, the best <laughs> thing is when good. you have kids and then you can propagate. Like my children call fire ants, which we have here, spicy boys. Yeah. Spicy boys, B-O-I-S. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Um, that's great. Also, PPC memes. Uh, I don't know about you, Elizabeth, uh, if you have a routine every Friday. So I try to be as active as I can on LinkedIn. A lot of times I'll be missing days or something like that. But every Friday, I like clear my schedule of calls. I pour myself some coffee. I sit down at my computer and I try to make one spicy meme every Friday. So like I'll always tag it on LinkedIn, hashtag PBC meme. So if you go to LinkedIn and you search PBC memes, you'll find some of my memes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you... Which you should totally do. They're great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I invite you and anyone else to post some uh, juicy memes every Friday to uh, help us laugh a little bit as CPCs get our going up and everything's getting crunched. It's like, can we all just laugh a little bit? Some things that are we're more serious about, which we're going to get to in the meat of this episode. Um, so I don't know if anyone knows this, but here at the PPC Den podcast, we are intense about coming up with the very best topic uh, with everyone who comes on the show. So a lot of times we will prep for like 45 minutes or an hour uh, where we're hashing out all these different ideas. Could we talk about this? Could we talk about that? And this week was cool because we did that and we're like, this is the topic. And the topic is weekly reports. What should go into your weekly reports? And the way that this topic came about for me and why I was excited to talk about it was I had someone uh, write in uh to me, they sent a question in. They're like, hey, I have an agency managing my ads. Awesome. What kind of report should I be getting? Like, they're sending me a report. It's huge. It's big. I don't exactly know what to look for. Um, and like, I've, I've had other people ask me this too. Like, maybe they're working with a freelancer. And they're like, what kind of thing should I be getting just to keep a pulse on the company? Um, because as a busy like e-commerce store owner, who's got tons of things to think about, how do you just get data to keep a pulse on things at a high level? And then what metrics do you need to get on a weekly basis to tell you when you can dig in deeper and like what different things mean? Um, so this was this was an interesting topic for me to talk about because I was talking with people just this, these last few weeks about it. Uh, but I think the topic of reporting is just a big one that anyone in Amazon marketing thinks about a lot. Um, so I'm curious for you, Elizabeth, over at Jungler, your agency, like, how do you do reporting? Is this something you do on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis? Uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about the cadence at which you and your team are sort of digesting data at a high level. Cause I yeah. imagine like, cause I imagine like everyone logs in pretty regularly throughout the week mm-hmm. and they're just sort of like jumping in. But when do you take time to do that snapshot or that digest or that high level view? Yeah. Um, so what we do as an agency, like our, our brand managers in the accounts, the account managers um, is going to be a much more frequent and like deep dive basis than what the brand owners need. And honestly, that's why mm. we're being hired. So somebody else can do all the thinking 
learn all the new buttons, find all the new metrics. Because what I'm loving about Amazon is this new trend of like constant data insights, which is phenomenal. It also makes it, it can get quite complex. Um, and you and I have puzzled over, oh, how can we use this new data set? And like, what can we, what insights can we pull out by cross-referencing like these three different reports? Like that's, that's honestly why we're in it. And we find that piece fun. But for the average brand owner, if you are having someone manage your ads, you shouldn't have to do that. That's part of the package. Um, so I think this topic is really, really helpful because as more insights and more data comes out, which is again, phenomenal, that doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to go into the weekly reports. It's definitely something that can be discussed. Um, for instance, like the new brand metrics inside of the ad console has been really great for clients to like gain insights into their where they are versus the market. That doesn't mean that that's something that we push front and center in like our reports. That's something on the side that we check periodically. And if it's pertinent to the conversation, then we'll bring it up and kind of walk the clients through that. Um, and so as far as what we do, definitely monthly reports. I think monthly um, is really good cadence for like sit down, evaluate the month, what happened, what's been trending, what are our goals, let's realign. I always tell clients on calls, like my goal for these calls is to make sure that we're continuously in alignment. Things change, you know, your your conversion rate changes, your cost of goods change. And so we need to be making sure that we're in alignment with how we're building out ads. If all of a sudden you have to get super profit conscious, our, you know, plans of launching like 50 new campaigns is probably not going to be in alignment with what you need to do for your business. And that's fine. It's just we need to make sure we're having those conversations on an ongoing basis. Um, and then one thing we found with clients that's been very helpful, honestly, it's more work on our end to put together than just like a, a snapshot or a table of some sort. Um, not that those aren't work to put together too, but um, is more like helping um, set the narrative. Set the narrative is probably the wrong word, but kind of set context, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for to the numbers. Um, I think that's the thing that a lot of clients, as they look at these huge reports and they're trying to digest, okay, great, my A cost did this, but then like click-through rate did this and conversion rate did this. So is this one better or worse than this one? And I'm not quite sure. Um, having, um, again, someone who can kind of partner with you and say, okay, this is how we're reading this data. Conversion rate up we see X, Y, Z happening. Um, Click-through rates went up, but you know, context for this is X, Y, Z. Um, we find that those are the things, again, you have to thoroughly understand the account, where it's going, what's happening to be able to give that context. Um, but I think that's what we're finding that clients feel is the most valuable. Yeah, I'd love so many things that you've mentioned. It's like on one hand, there's so much potential data to report on. Uh, like a few episodes ago, you and I had a banger of an episode where we looked at the new search query performance dashboard, where it gives you a thousand search terms and probably 30 columns of metrics. That's 30,000 data points. Uh, and understanding, like, should you be looking at this super granular data all the time, if you're like the owner of the company or if you're like the marketing manager, should you be so down in there? Um, 
And it's like sometimes, maybe, but you also want this like high level overview uh, to help you understand where you should be focusing on. So like we're going to be talking about those metrics in this episode to help sort of determine almost like a decision tree. Like if this is going down, then move to next step. Uh, If this is going up when you get there, then move to this other step. And like understanding how to go from a high level overview, a high level summary, and then working your way down into what does it mean for the business? What kind of business decisions should we be making? Uh, What kind of strategy changes need to happen? Like those kinds of things are so, it's such an important skill. Um, So we're going to flesh that out in this episode. I also think the other thing that you mentioned too about that um, a weekly cadence versus a monthly cadence. Uh, I know in this episode, we're sort of going to be focusing on like a weekly cadence, but you also brought up a monthly cadence too, which I think is really valuable. Um, the reason why I wanted to mention it is because, have you ever heard of the book Traction? Get a grip on your business? Yes, I think I yeah. started it. Yeah. So it's something that we here at Ad Badger have been implementing for ourselves. And one of the principles in it is to keep like a running list of things that pop up on your mind. Um, So like if we think that we should do more social media, that gets listed somewhere and it doesn't, it, it, it basically reduces like stream of consciousness prioritization where you're prioritizing things that just you think of that day. So it's like, oh, I think we should do more video on Instagram. It's like, you don't necessarily need to like alert the entire team, uh, send messages to everyone, start doing it right away. It's like you add it to an overall list of things that you'd like to discuss, and then you periodically decide which things you should slide over. So like Traction does it on a quarterly basis. But like the monthly cadence that you mentioned, it's like what kind of new initiative should you be launching? And then you can sort of, is it is it time sensitive or is it something that we can discuss in a monthly cadence to then determine okay now let's incorporate this new thing so i think like information management task management when to do certain things being sure that we don't have like diluted attention on a million different things uh like oh this is new let's let's do this and then this other thing this is new let's do that other thing so like the whole point of this like high level overview is to like go to the top of the mountain and like look at the kingdom below and be like, okay, these are, these are the things that are happening everywhere. Um, so like the, the, the high level overview, so vital. Um, shall we talk about what goes in, what goes into this high level overview? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So for this high level overview, um, what are the first kinds of metrics that you think go into a high level report? Yeah, so I guess high level, um, to really determine it, you have to figure out like what's what do you feel is important? Um, what do you f- and then the other thing is, you know, there are some very interesting metrics that I think account managers will pull out and we might cross analyze, you know, quite a few different things to kind of determine, okay, what strategies are we implementing? But I think sometimes if they're not metrics that feel very familiar. And if you don't understand the definition of something and how it's achieved, then in some ways it's kind of useless if we're, if we're being honest. Um, so I think when you're talking about something, it's important to have very consistent definitions. And so I think a lot of the OG metrics 
are ones that first off, it's very easy for brand owners to understand how that fits into what they're doing in their business. Um, but then it also makes sure that we're collaborating on kind of like the same subjects and the same topics. Um, so I still think, you know, kind of the original main things that a lot of us look into when we get into things um, on a maybe more basic level, there's no reason to throw out those numbers. And in fact, they still make up the core of a lot of the things we still look at. Yeah, for sure. So I know that for us, one thing that we do on a weekly basis is we try to look at uh, like this core pack of metrics. I often refer to, the, refer to these things as like the core pack of metrics, like impressions, clicks, CTR, CPC. That's sort of like top of funnel. Like what is our overall visibility? Is it going up or down each week? So like that's impressions and clicks, right? How many people actually saw our ads? How many people actually clicked on them? And at what rate did the people that have seen it clicked on it? And then, of course, CPC and spend, like how much did we pay to, for all of this visibility? So like starting there, week over week metrics. Uh, and what I think is interesting about this is, again, we're talking like high level. So these are high level metrics, total impressions for the entire account, total clicks, total CTR, total CPC, total spend for the entire account. This high level stuff, when you look at it week over week, it begins to tell a story. Are we growing the account? Are we shrinking the account? Those kinds of things can be so important. So like, that's what this tells you. Is my overall CPC going up too high? Uh, are, my, am I, are my accounts growing in visibility? Am I like gaining visibility in my industry? That kind of thing can be really valuable to look at. So like tracking that over a week over a week basis and interpreting it uh, is a valuable thing that we look at on a weekly basis. High level check. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and like I said, these are, if you're just looking at metrics and high-level numbers, um, and these are things that you can have a conversation on. Um, so for instance, if you understand like, hey, we're gaining impressions. Um, you know, hey, account manager, what are we doing? We're losing impressions. Oh, okay, so this week we saw, you know, last week we were seeing a lot of rise in ACOS and we reduced bids. We um, expect to see this drop in impressions, you know, because it's getting more profitable. Okay, fine. But that, again, it allows you to have the conversation and you're looking at numbers that both of you understand the definitions. And so you're, it begins to be much more collaborative. And then, like you said, looking on week over week trends, that gives you an idea of like, hey, where are we headed? Because you might have seen, a, you know, maybe a crescendo with the impressions and then a crescendo with the cost per clicks and you all had a conversation of, hey, this is maybe not what I need to do right now. Maybe I need to reduce spend. Maybe we need to test reducing spend for a bit. And so then you would expect to see, um, again, a decrease of the cost per clicks and impressions as you know you kind of perform those optimizations. And if you're not seeing them, um, then that would be, you know, have the conversation. Okay, so we were expecting to see this. We saw that, we saw this, you know, kind of what is, what's the back end of this? Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think the, because these metrics are so simple, like impressions, click, CTR, CPC, spend, so easy to digest. It, just like you mentioned, it's so easy to have conversations about them. Why is spend going up? Did we launch new stuff? Is the market getting more competitive? Like, what did we launch that's new? If clicks are going down, it's like, where did we lose? Like, where, where are we losing traction? Um, so it like that's where a good campaign manager goes in and whether you're a campaign manager or you're managing your own ads like you should be looking at the high level and then using that as a jumping off point of like okay like let me go investigate where the clicks fell off or something like that so valuable 
Um, then I like to move into conversion-based metrics. Uh, these, of course, are the obvious ones like orders, conversion rate, revenue, ACOS. Um, sometimes I'll throw in revenue per click too because it's like the inverse of cost per click. So you can see that ratio at a high level. And again, same kind of thing. You now have this week over week. You could see are my orders trending up or down. You could see your conversion rate changing week to week. So it's like am, are my orders increasing or decreasing relative to my clicks? Uh, that's conversion rate. And the A cost, you know, how much am I overall spending there? Um, so again, just keeping track of those conversion-based metrics right next to your uh, sort of visibility metrics in one easy place to get a pulse on your advertising. And one thing I think is cool too, when we were prepping for this episode, you're like, yeah, week over week. And then also you guys do something at Jungler where you track it month to date as well. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so that's actually an internal meeting we have. So I feel like it's really important as us to, again, to communicate with the brand owners, but a lot of it is us, like we should be troubleshooting within our agency. Um, you know, there are, we need to be looping in clients on trends and meeting objectives and making sure that we're in alignment with those and then communicating on, you know, what they can do on their end, you know, sometimes, the market all of a sudden got competitive, everyone's prices went down, and that's something we should communicate because that affects them, and that's not something that's not a lever we pull. Um, but I feel like it's really important for us internally. Again, there are so many numbers to track, and there's so many things to look at, and there's so many moving pieces, and it's up to us to get very granular and very incremental. And one way we do that is, um, you know, just on the account managers to make sure they're on top of it. But then also we have weekly meetings where we track kind of, again, looking at trends. Um, so we will look at the last seven days, again, uh, um, substituting a couple days for um, the sales attributions because you do want to keep that in mind with all of these numbers. There is sales delays. So you want to be as up-to-date as possible, but also as accurate as possible. So we remove a couple days for that. Um, and then we'll, so we'll look at the seven days and then we'll look at last 14 days. So that kind of gives us, okay, so longer time frames. Where have we been? Last seven days, where have we been? And then what are we looking at month to date? Um, and then when we're looking at the first day of the month, <laughs> not to make it even more complex, um, but when we're looking at the first day or first week of the month, we'll look at like last month, month to date, just because otherwise you're going to be looking at the you know same seven days. Um, so that just kind of give us a trend on like, where have we been trending? What is kind of our last you know, 14 day trends. Um, and then where have we been trending like this week based on what we've been doing? Um, and that kind of gives you a pulse on where you are right now, kind of where you're trending to, and then where the entire month kind of where you've been going and credit to my team. Actually, they are, they are the ones that came up with kind of like those date ranges and uh, timeframes to look at. That's amazing. And I think you like hit the nail on the head for what it is that we're talking about. Like the whole point of this episode is like it's so easy to be like down in the weeds only and you need to dedicate some time to like step out like almost like a uh, a meerkat peeking out over and like look around and be like oh, okay where are we overall pacing in what direction are we pacing and that is so key because then that helps inform what you do when you're back mm -hmm. down in the weeds and i've always thought like reporting is not just something you do it's actually an optimization tool like this actually helps you 
determine like what activities you should be doing more or less of. It actually informs like mm -hmm. how you do your budget and bid optimization. It like it informs like your keyword strategy. Should you be launching new campaigns? So like reporting is an optimization tool, like looking at high level stuff like this. So after that core pack of metrics, you know, tracking it week over week, uh, percent change over time, uh, very easy to do. The next thing uh, I know I like to look at is ratio-based metrics. Um, so this is where we're starting to incorporate some non-advertising metrics to put advertising in an even bigger context. So it's kind of like the previous area was advertising week over week to analyze advertising context. And then we want to step back a little bit further and look at advertising relative to organic metrics and overall metrics. So here's, we have like the next obvious core pack of metrics, total ACOS obviously being one of them, tracking your total ACOS week over week. Uh, I, we also like to look at organic to total sales. So this is, uh, then we like to look at paid revenue versus organic revenue to get a trend on that. Uh, I was just having a conversation with a client previously and his like organic sales were only like 20% of his total sales. So like sort of out of whack, uh, like very heavy on paid. And we're like, man, what's the deal there? So like that was a phenomenal jumping off point because we, then we were able to go investigate like, you know, or do, why do we have such poor organic revenue relative to ad revenue? And it was really neat. Uh, and the, the quick 10 second summary there, he just had a very expensive product uh, it converted really well on paid because everyone who's clicked on it really liked it. But because it was such a high price product, Amazon was sort of prioritizing lower price products in the rankings. I mean, he had perfect listings, super high converting. Uh, Amazon just didn't want to prioritize it in the rankings. So it just, it just, that's a perfect example of how it served as a jumping off point. Um, so like maybe he might want to explore some price optimization, maybe, um, it was just a brute, when you track things like this at a high level, week over week trends, it facilitates these high level conversations where you can gain business intelligence as well as like advertising intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. I always say that um, like these numbers, it tells you where to dig because there's mm -hmm. so many, like we've talked about, like there's so many data points and so many things. And by tracking this week over week and noting changes, then you could say, oh, okay, so there was a change in or or at least we're seeing this high number um in the organic to ad ratio okay so that tells us where to dig why is the organic not great then you went and troubleshoot you know troubleshot that instead of saying oh okay so we're looking at all the numbers and then just getting lost in the weeds for sure and you can i also say there's some there's a lot of room for um custom metrics that might be relevant to the company. Uh, and this is where just taking time to think about like, what kinds of strategies are we trying to implement here? What's important to the company? Some examples that we do, I'm always like trying to talk to clients and be like, okay, so what kind of metrics are important to you? Um, like, is there anything else that's really pertinent to the business? Or, you know, based off this goal, we should also be tracking this thing. So something, some other examples of those sort of maybe ancillary metrics, but help tell a high level story that I've done is branded versus unbranded traffic. Um, so this is really pertinent for companies that maybe are very 
branded, like everyone knows the brand. It's a popular brand in the space. And the company is kind of just concerned about, you know, spending 60% of their budget on Brandon. So they just wanted to keep track of that and see if they can grow their non-branded traffic and like what the A cost is, what the A cost difference or what the spend difference is between those things. So that's just as simple as, you know, running search term reports with, you know, filtered out with the brand name, you know, but it can be valuable for the company. Uh, another sort of custom thing that we've done in the past was, uh, you know, large spend, fast growing company, launching tons of campaigns, um, keeping track of, uh, we've talked about it on the show before, like an A cost power ratio, which is basically the ratio of like the A cost of the entire account versus the A cost of all things with one order, um, which can help clue you in another way to, another thing to track, which is very similar is just like the percentage of non-converting spend, um, can help clue you in too of like, are we expanding the account? Are we launching too many things too quickly? And like, maybe we need to reel it in. That could be a good pulse check each week too, um, just to keep things from maybe, you know, going like six weeks without tracking this. It's like, okay, if we're tracking on a weekly basis, we can reel it in based off the business goals, based off what we're doing in the account. So I always like to say like, leave room for some custom metrics for unique scenarios. Um, do you have any area like that too? Like, have there's have, has there ever been like a client of yours that's like, hey, I really need to track, um, I don't know, subscribe and save numbers next yeah. to my advertising. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we we definitely build custom reports for clients who ask, and I that's actually one of the things we do kind of in the beginning um, is we'll kind of show them, okay, so this is what our monthly reports look like. If you need these customized, let me know. And then going back to like good communication. Um, one of the things I always ask clients is like, how do you view success in your account? So there was one client where we had, um, needed to get very profitable. And so we had been, you know, kind of open that like this most likely will have an impact on rankings and total sales numbers. And we were okay with that at the time. Um, and then we kind of used that cadence for a couple months and then discovered, like, okay, this is, is, it's getting too low in rankings. The organic is not really enough to sustain. And so we need to move back towards being more aggressive. We were also dealing with sort of uh, profitability issues in the account. It has more to do with the products and margins than it does like what we're doing with the ads. And it's just more of an aggressive space. Um, and so it's honestly a very tricky account to navigate, but um, again, communication is important. So as we looked at, okay, ranking, the products is um, the client was saying like, oh, we need to rank the products. And for us, I think it's important to define what you see at, because for some clients, um, when they say ranking, like top, you know, ranking and then top one organic spot on XYZ keywords is their important metric. For this client it was actually, he was saying, oh, what I do is I track my BSR against these three competitors. Um, and so we're like, okay, so that's how you view success in your account. So we need to start tracking that. Because if that's how you're looking at the account, that's how we need to look at the account. Now, there are certain times where a client will say like, hey, we need this or that. And looking at those numbers um, may not be actually what's great for the long-term success of the account. So maybe we just need to have the conversation on, okay, if we see steady improvements towards this, can we also count that as a success? Um, and I think that goes back to your point on tracking things on a continual basis, not just one off or oh my a cost yesterday was 100 percent. like what's going on you know kind of seeing where are our trends and is this in alignment with what we're doing and our intent of the account 
you know, if your ad spend is continuously going up, but you're focusing, or at least you should be focusing on more profitability metrics at this point, those two things are probably not in alignment. So then you might want to go check what you're doing um, as far as launching, increasing bids, etc. For sure. And one, uh, one other area that uh, we added probably in the last like six months to some of our reporting was actually product level metrics. So everything that I've mentioned so far, we're tracking week over week. And there's one area just due to the nature of the size of the data set is last week product level metrics. Um, so what we'll do sometimes is we'll put this all in a Google sheet. So like every single ASIN, ad spend, uh, ad revenue, try to extrapolate total revenue, like organic revenue, try to get like a per product total ACOS. And again, it's been mentioned many times on the show, it's uh, currently impossible to get uh, per product performance from sponsored brands. Um, I think it's coming though. I think we will get per product sponsored brands. We got we got sales, <laughs> not spend. We did? Uh, the new, yeah, 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 yeah. Not spend though. We did get the sales yeah. data. And then again, new data, new report for sponsored yes. brands. Yeah. So it's like, it's always going to be a little bit murky to get like total ACOS for now. I think it's coming um, for sponsored brands, but like tracking things on a per product basis uh, has been really helpful too because then we can see like okay is the client mentioning something about a particular product is our overall high level you know back on that that week over week is our ACOS trending upwards let's go to the product performance area and then see what products have a high ACOS and then go to the campaigns where that product is living and like make some adjustments there so like it's just, it was just a natural jumping off point where it's like, okay, week over week, it's doing this. Is ACOS up? Is spend down? Is CPC up? Let's go over to the per product area and find the product that is having some fluctuations or maybe outside of some uh, safety air, safety bounds, upper and lower limits. And then let's go to those campaigns and begin to diagnose that. that was, that's, that's been a workflow that we found really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think the larger the accounts get, the more um, brand owners tend to look at things on a per product basis. And as your catalog grows, you're going to have like your hero products, the things that you really pay attention to. Um, what That's one of the questions we always ask on onboarding is like, how do you view your account? Do you have a structured naming for your account? Because we want to use the same language. If you're calling these my blue plates, we want to call them the blue plates. That way we're our we're on the same page um and then as uh, the catalog vastly expands we'll find that clients just or brand owners just automatically create like logical groupings of things so these are all the pants these are my shoes these are all my shorts um so trying yeah as doing things on a per product level um is very very beneficial because at the essence like that's kind of what's driving those top line numbers you know if this product all of a sudden the spend one off that's going to change that and to actually go down and make uh, move from analysis like you said like this is an optimization um type function because we're, we're kind of seeing how everything goes but how you actually drive whatever changes 
it is that you're looking to do happens kind of at the product level and of course at the base level, the keyword level. Um, but that kind of, again, helps you kind of narrow in your focus onto where things need to be changed, need to be adjusted, need to be optimized for whatever the, the top line goals are. Um, and so we find that's, I mean, that's been very beneficial um, and something that we're constantly looking to get better at. And another thing that we found is um, we have several clients with like very large um, variation listings. So uh, oftentimes you'll run into that with like homemade goods or definitely clothing. We have quite a few clothing brands. They start looking at things on a listing level because if you were to break it out into like an individual child license level, just the, um, it would just be so large that it's, it's, again, kind of hard to wrap your head around how we've been talking about looking at things on a high level because you can wrap your head around that and then you know where to dig. Um, and so the more you can kind of aggregate things, I guess, in a way that gives you a snapshot of what's going on but still allows you to like wrap your head around it, I think that's where you start gaining um, a benefit out of these sort of weekly reports instead of just you know ending up looking at a spreadsheet or... Uh, you know, a large PDF and just going, oh, okay, I guess that's what happened that week <laughs> and not being able to like actually dive in um, and kind of game plan on what's the strategy going forward. Yeah, it's like a game of balancing attention and focus. Like what, what, what is the, it's almost like you want the smallest amount of information to help you inform your next decision. Um, because if you were tracking every, if you, if you just got a report every single week of every single metric for every single thing, every single keyword, every single everything, it would be pretty overwhelming and it would be difficult to start there. Ultimately, you will find your way down into the weeds, but I think it's such a skill to be able to start at a high level and work your way down, follow that decision tree. One last thing that uh, I'm, I'm really fascinated with uh, that I want to do more of uh, is a campaign manager diary. Mm. Uh, and I think this is kind of helpful even if you are managing your own campaigns. So like if there's a solopreneur out there who manages their own campaigns, I still think it's useful for you to have a running list. So like week by week, as you prepare this, if you keep a quick little diary, quick little journal, activity log, whatever you want to call it, just sort of summarizing what you're thinking of, what your thoughts are of the last week, what you're thinking about for the next week, any kind of like initiatives that you're doing, something new. Um, if an area, if there's an area of the account that you're struggling with, you write that down. I think that is really valuable because we will often forget why we did something. Uh, it can help raise your awareness if like something's important uh, and then you just get busy in the next week, you might forget something from the previous week. Yeah. So I, I'm really pushing people to start keeping a journal somewhere. And like it helps if you're keeping this in like a Google Sheet somewhere. Uh, it could be just so easy. Just like, okay, what am I thinking about over the last week? What, do I, what am I thinking of now? What kind of any high level important activities happening? Changes in the market. Like stuff like that can be really valuable to keep a log of. So I definitely am pushing people to keep more of a written so fun yeah. fact i 100 percent agree with you yeah and i was not sure where it should live um so i do have account managers that keep those i have account managers with like whole whiteboards on like you know this yeah. is my structure and these are my things and i like that's awesome but it at some point it's there's so much information you're like where do you where does it live where do you keep it um so we recently um 
went through and restructured our ClickUp to include, so every client now has a doc um, and those docs are our running logs. And the benefit of doing it in ClickUp yeah. is if you make a note, you can then highlight it and create a task from the note hey, and it links to the task. It's pretty cool. So. Oh, that's pretty we're, huge. We're I, slow. I mean, like we do have account managers using it. We are using it. I don't feel like we tapped the full potential, but yeah, it's in the works. You know, it's amazing that you mentioned that because uh, we switched from Asana to ClickUp over the last year. And I feel like we're still only scratching the surface with ClickUp. Uh, I feel like ClickUp's got a pretty strong project management game. And maybe one day we can do an episode on like managing PPC in like the ClickUp, like what kinds of components are in there. I think that's a really fascinating topic. Um, but yeah, having a good project management system tool to like keep track of the history, what, what we're thinking, uh, like the, cause like that's where the magic happens, right? It's like, okay, you put all these metrics in here, but it's more so like the analysis, what you learn from it, what you're going to do differently about it, what you are worried or anxious or like thinking about that kind of stuff is massive, which is the reason we do all this reporting in the first place. Yep. Elizabeth. Any final thoughts on weekly high-level reports? Yeah, I guess do them. <laughs> yes. Do them. And I would say uh, do them objectively. Like sometimes when you're getting started, it can be a little bit daunting because you feel like it's almost like if you don't do it, you don't really know what the numbers are. So maybe like for people who have been putting it off for a long time, it's almost like you don't want to look at it because you're kind of afraid what you'll find. Um, do it without fear and just go ahead and put it in there. Yeah. Track your week over weeks because honestly, like I always tell my team, I'm like, the truth is there regardless if you want to look at it or not. And so by shining a light and just Ooh. putting it in there, you, you're going to gain so much benefit. Wow. That's great. Well, we can end it right there. Uh, Elizabeth Green from Jungler. Uh, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yes. So I always tell people, if you just want to snoop on what I'm thinking on, I put out the most content on LinkedIn. So that's a good place to follow. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to uh, just check us out or Jungler, you can go to the website, uh, junglr.com. It's the best spot. Yes. Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I know people love it. And uh, everyone else, I'll see you next time here on the PPC Den Podcast. Podcast.